Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. This is season five, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse. And we're just four sexless, sexless scientists watching the world develop from afar on our white space station. And we're also playing a very long movie game. Um, I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording, as always, from beautiful North Koreatown, Los Angeles. I'm wearing pants, of course, because it would be unseemly to appear naked before the Baroness. And I have an amazing panel with me today. Don't worry, this is another one of those shows where you're not going to get any of the references because you've not seen it. Um, First up, joining me on the panel today, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. He's in Southeast Portland. And I'm glad to have him here, but there is one problem. According to our podcast files... He's supposed to have died uh, of a fever while on a hunt in the swamps of Sone. It's Anthony Lopez. I've trained my whole life for battle, and I have mastered the technique of having a giant sword that I swing wildly above my head. It's an, it is a foolproof plan. It always works. If you have a great sword, just grab it by its... Don't ever sheath it. One. Helicopter. Just carry yeah. it around. Helicopter, yeah. Helicopter around your head. Yeah. yeah. Helicopter great sword is a true OP. Because they're not heavy. A lot of people don't yeah. know that, but they're really light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do that with. But it's a real OP pro strat if you want to survive <laughs> wartime. Also um, joining us, he's the co-host of the Old Gamers Almanac podcast. He's uh, living in the woods of Brooklyn, and his singing is absolutely wunderbar. They will, they will sing songs... Even 100 years after he's died, and the royal family has died out as well. It's Mr. Hunter Donaldson. I want to be the lady that was crying while watching people have sex. That's who I want to <laughs> yeah. be. I want to well, be the crying lady. You could do that today. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. You know, for all you know, I'm about to do that while quick we website, record. Pull up a quick quick Google search and then just, and just let cry. the tears just flow. Have yeah, a good cry. <laughs> I, I got to give it a shot. It looked great. I, I mean, I, I think the key is to have them. I think either you have to be in love with one of them or they yeah. just like each other a lot and it seems so beautiful. I don't you know. <laughs> you can't. That's what, that's what makes it. me cry You're on just the internet. Like, wow, this connection. Yeah, look yeah. at you. are so happy. Show me that. Onions. Show me that, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> future is onions, guys. They could just be onions in the future. <laughs> also joining us from Northern California, he shall make a bowl from your skull so you can drink to his majesty's health. It's Ezra Fox. Man, I, okay. So that, that king, not all kings would like that. But that king, I think, would definitely be down. Yeah, he was into that. And it was, he was like, can I have the body? And the king was like, yeah. suspicious. And he was like, well, I'm just going to make a, <laughs> I'm a, just make a skull. skull. Nothing weird. Mm. He's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. That makes sense. Um, he would yeah. have been into that. Not a great king, I don't think. Yeah, but I mean, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, great wig. Uh, a lot of great wigs. A lot of gra- a full of great wigs, this movie. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't look at the credit sequence, but there must have been at least eight wig wranglers. Yeah. Because that was, they weren't just good wigs substantial wigs yeah. yeah and and canonical wigs that's what i liked is that yeah. it looked like a wig and then it was in fact a wig, it was a wig. Yeah. yeah it's true that's so true um bef- before we get too far into the show i would like to thank all of our fabulous meat butter buddies including a couple of new meat buddies who have joined just this week after ezra announced without clearing it with me first <laughs> like all in- of ezra's legally binding announcements <laughs> <laughs> he announced a very special meat buddy drawing, which I am going to do right Ooh. now. What? Oh. oh, wait, remind the audience who what do they win? What well, do they win? Question, Hunter. So anyone who is currently an active meat buddy um is eligible to win this prize, which is Ezra Fox's copy of the 1968 film PJ. Yep. Which he bought because it was not available on streaming. So, a couple of things you get: you yeah, get a canonically, movie. canonically ranked what the seventh greatest movie of all time. Where do we no, put it? Sixth. That. 
Is uh, it currently the sixth best movie of sixth, all time? Currently, the you're getting an open copy of an almost impossible to find out of print DVD for the sixth greatest movie of all time, PJ. Yeah. Not only that, that movie has been personally touched by Ezra Fox. Also, I should well, say, if you are crazy. if you are a meat buddy and you're like, I hope I don't win that, I don't want that, not optional. Yeah. Everybody who is a meat buddy, like if you I don't actually think that Patreon gives me your mailing addresses. Why would they? So if you win, you have to give me your address. There's or, no yeah. other the address you, of your enemy. It's fine. We're having that. We're having <laughs> yeah. your address and we're sending you stuff. All right. <laughs> Starting with this DVD. Are you going to sign it? You're going to sign it, right? I'll, of course, sign my sign name and any other name you want me to sign as well. Yeah. Can you sign yeah. my name too? Of course, Just sign yeah. mine. Sure. It's only fair. Um, let me see. How many, this... how many umlauts in Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> There's three. Great. Uh, but not where you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> Wheel of names. Perfect. So now let me sort of these. This better be worth it. I mean, not oh. for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know for whom this is worth it, but <laughs> that should be the tagline of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of our many great taglines. All right. So we now have all of our meat buddies positioned into this is not riggedwheel.com this is wheelofnames.com that sounds very legit yeah good old juan and i know you guys were wondering this does wheelofnames.com the random name generator wheel um stand with ukraine and the answer is yes they do nice big banner here that they stand with ukraine so i'm gonna um click to spin get some good foley here this is some great podcasting dude, right here. Dude. Hey, hey. Oh, wow. So there is one umlaut in the name of the winner. Oh. Congratulations to Tom, who has been selected by the Wheel of Names. Tom is our one of our, possibly our only German listener. Um, Tom oh, wow. is uh, mm. the one who offered to send us a DVD last the week. opposite of what he wanted. I know. Yeah. He's getting more DVDs than he planned. So congratulations, Tom. <laughs> Um, and thank you to everybody who joined this week. And I, I assume everyone who joined, we, we got several new meet buddies this week and we'll do some segments in the coming weeks. I'm assuming all of those are because they really wanted this DVD. And unfortunately, mm. um, it was not for them. They did not win. Tom is a, um, a long running meet buddy, a meet buddy since way back in, uh, 2015. Wow. We finally really paying off. We really draw someone that might live in the wrong region for this DVD. Like, is that what we did? Is that what just happened? I, think it's still a fine... I don't believe that necessarily the person who watches it, who gets this DVD is doing it because they want to watch That's it. That's true. Yeah. So maybe just, you know, it's its own reward that yeah, you it have it. Yeah. Once you yeah. legally own it, we can legally send you a ripped copy of it that you can watch <gasps> on your laptop. Since you own the physical copy anyway true, now, true, true, true. I might That's as well true, have a, a digital. I think that is true, which is yeah. great. Um, I am very excited and I, um, I, we'll see Ezra. I, I will just say, we'll, we'll work on this off the air as well, but you are welcome to send Tom any other garbage you have lying around. Uh, yeah. Wait, you mean like for... my top mustache award. Well, you don't even have a mustache. I had Where one when you... I got the award. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever you want to package up and send to Germany, just remember that they're, um, the, it, when you, you have to write on the customs form. Yeah, what it is. DVD, mm. regional, like non-regional eligible, and then under that, top mustache award, dash plastic. So, right. And, and you have to claim the value of it, which is priceless. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. 
That that's I think you should write that on all customs forms. Priceless, <laughs> you priceless. It's just, it's just a Mastercard uh, uh, ad. They love that. Um, okay, I will. I'll reach out to Tom and tell him it's not optional for for, for all the all all the meat buddies who didn't win. Uh, if you liked this, uh, I promise you, <laughs> I will surprise Alex with more drawings that he is not expecting. Well, I mean, I think I think we definitely could set up a show where we send people more old DVDs we don't want. Yeah, uh, I love that's it. A, a prize we could do. If you want to be eligible for all of these great drawings, where Ezra sends you his mustache awards, you can go <laughs> to Patreon dot com uh, and subscribe to our patreon and support the arts <laughs> such great art we're doing and we really appreciate everybody supports the show okay now jumping into segment one for the day a quick the news happy mario day everybody hell yeah yeah um you Truly, know everybody- again proving the that americans do dates right because you could not do this if you put the date before the month it would be Io Mario Day, and that doesn't work as a name, you know. Oh, right. that's yeah. why it's Mario Day. I thought it was is March the tenth. Be with you. Uh, no, yeah, no. it's yeah. Mar- I mean, Io, very clever, yeah. Martin. Although, if there's a hero named Iomar out there in the world, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, a great day for them too. In if you're if you're in Europe. so if if Wario is bad, Mario, who is Yarmio? Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yarmio is good Mario because yeah. Mario is neutral Mario. Oh, he's like he's like saintly Mario. He's like Mario he is capable even a turtle Mario. Well, Mario is capable of both good and evil, you know, because there's yeah. Dr. Mario. Yeah. Wait, and was Dr. Evil bad? I didn't know that. Well, Mario a random shade at Dr. Dr. Mario is evil. I mean, like, I Mario Kart. Sometimes yeah. Mario throws shells at me. I don't like that. Yeah, Mario's always it. trying to give you the jab, you know? He's trying to poison yeah. your body. <laughs> I've seen... I, I've played that game. Was that the He's real also... Dr. Mario, though? Is that, like, Or was that just like a stunt Dr. Mario that Reba brought in, all right? And then it was just a, oh, big, sure. a big plan. Yeah. I just understood a part making, of the plot that I hadn't understood before. Those are different people. references to people we haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, in, in honor of Mario Day, presumably, um, the Nintendo Corporation and Universal Studios announced they're going to be opening a Mario World right here in Hollywood, California, which I am very excited about. So, Anthony, you've been looking at, mm. you've seen this in Japan. You're telling me off the air that you're considering going to Japan to go to Mario World. And now, instead, you can come visit yeah. me. Yeah, well, I mean, we were already planning to go visit you at some point uh, and go to Disneyland and a bunch of other stuff while we were down there. But yeah, I mean, pre-COVID, my wife and I, we weren't going just for Super Mario World, but we were going to go on a two-week trip to Japan, uh, and then COVID exploded everything. Right. Uh, So we didn't get a chance to do that. Um, But yeah, I have been following the like building and the creation of Super Mario World. There's only like three rides uh, but all of, like the little designs and secrets and everything that I love about amusement parks is there in full force. The I mean, food that, looks like, delicious. That sounds perfect for Universal Studios because their yeah. thing is like a lot of design one ride. Yeah, exactly. They love so to build I'm like very... it's Harry Potter world. There is a roller coaster, but mostly you're here for the beautiful concrete yeah. edge work. Yeah, and <laughs> not not feel validated in your life decisions. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, it looks super fun. I yeah. I don't. What is the ride? Do you jump down a tube? Because if well, I no. cannot jump down a tube, I'm out. You can uh, jump I believe down there's a, tube. a there's a Mario Kart ride with like like um three D AR goggles that you put on so you sure, can sure, see sure. like the stuff you're shooting. 
Um, there's like a Bowser's Castle ride, and then there's like a Yoshi ride, I believe. Oh, okay. I could be misqu- uh, misremembering. It's been a long time since I looked it up. But there's like, you know, hidden power blocks all over the place that if you go and hit them, you get little points to mm. buy stuff with it. So uh, just a very very cute design. Um, I I would love. All I want to do is I want to jump down a tube and I want to mm. jump up and punch something with my fist. Those are the yeah. two things I want to do. You can certainly do the second thing at, okay. and they give you these little like bracelets that will register when you hit something. Oh, that's track great. of it. It looks very neat. That's uh, yeah. great. I am. I, my uh, a friend of mine was just at Universal Studios the other day, and she went with her boyfriend. And what was fun is that neither of them. Every bit of IP they hung out in, one had seen and the other hadn't. So, like, mm. he had not seen any of the Harry Potter movies, and she had not seen Jurassic World or whatever. So, they would like go to a thing. Basically, so their day was just explaining Universal properties to each other. That's pretty fun. <laughs> Which does seem like kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it does seem like a neat. It it seems like a pretty neat place right now. So I'm I'm excited about that. I would go to this. Yeah, I I'm excited. Harry Potter World yet, which I would like to go to. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm a little bit. My my wind's been really taken out of my cells on Harry Potter land over the no past few years. But I mean, no I doubt. still no doubt. I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge since it's open. Yeah. Uh, and that is like the main theme park I really want to go and check out. I want to go. I, went, and- I only went on the first on the Millennium Falcon ride, which I thought was a little bit disappointing. But I did. Um, the the park is amazing. Yeah. I've heard that the, the third ride they open is supposed yeah. to be really, really good. And. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not the hugest Star Wars fan, I really want to pay 150 to build that lightsaber, boys. Oh, I, uh, oh. God, I want to do your uh, dollars that you earn. Yeah. Here's the yeah. thing: so you work for you can yeah. absolutely build I mean, that in a different section without the whole ceremony for like 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Did like, you guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just Speaking saying. of Disney amusement park stuff, have you guys read any of the reviews for the Star Wars cruise that they uh, are doing now? No, it's, why would I? No, but whose uh, review could I trust? I ask you. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's they invited a lot of people to it recently. It's it's wild. It honestly sounds exhausting. It would make me want to die. It's Westworld on. I a was boat. just gonna say this feels like where is, a lot of these parks and stuff are going yeah. is more Westworldy. But no, as if yeah. we didn't see how that went specifically the star wars cruise is a three day or like a i think it's like five thousand dollars a day essentially jesus christ interactive escape room but it's a whole massive story and you're like you're not on vacation you (laughs) are living in star wars yeah that is you can't do an escape room at sea clear boundaries escape boat is terrifying yeah, yeah. It's, is, no. it's not it's not a real you're not really in the water you're you're in like a hotel right no no you it's it's a it's a it's a cruise ship that has three days worth of narrative puzzles for you to solve and narrative puzzles like three <laughs> days yeah of narrative so many days. it puzzles. sounds insane it sounds so have, exhausting i'm gonna puke yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Three days of puzzles. Do you? What if I don't want to do it. I then just. Why I, did you pay five thousand dollars for this ride, asshole? Like Star Wars. I didn't think I was going to show up. And you're going to have a three days of homework right, for that's me. That's the. That's the place where they have the um, retractable <laughs> lightsabers and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did people see this, getting but... in, you know, lightsaber fights and battles. But yeah, it's a whole. It's a. It's an actual cruise ship, and it is, it so is a whole narrative based experience. 
uh, and they invited a bunch of press out to it to do it. Recently. I can't stop thinking though about the actors where like you because like being on a cruise ship is already like a brutal job because um, mm-hmm. there's like no labor laws at sea. It turns out, and yeah. um, we've all so seen you, Succession. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's brutal, and so the idea that you would have to do three days of twenty-four hour days where you're all like in oh Star God. Wars makeup, yeah. dealing with the kind of people that are both that excited about Star Wars and have five thousand dollars a day, like a very, very specific yeah. Venn diagram of rich babies who yeah. want to run around with lightsabers. It just well, sounds unbelievably miserable. imagine like trying to just relax catch an improv show and they're like hey can we get a uh, a planet a desert planet suggestion <laughs> i would do i would do star wars stand up on this cruise who's, if they offered the job your, uh, we need a suggestion of a crime lord who runs a syndicate uh, star wars based one, improv. one more tiny thing that's not this is not exactly news but i didn't want to just bring up to you guys which is um uh, I'm finishing up the Best Picture nominations and some of the other Oscar things, and we watched mm. um, the tragedy of Macbeth last week. And um, a friend of mine had sent me a review of the tragedy of Macbeth several weeks ago. Just brutal, like just the. I just looked at the basically the pull quote was like, "This is the worst thing anyone's ever done," and it proves that this guy's talentless and and bullshit. And I did not read the whole thing because I was like, oh, this movie sucks. I don't need to see this. But I want to mm. finally watch. I thought it was pretty good. And I was like, why did I? Why did he send me this terrible review? And it turns out it was a review written by Ethan Cohen. That's funny. Ripping apart Joel Cohen's tragedy. It was Macbeth. a joke. It's a joke review. And it is very funny. And I feel so stupid for having not noticed that that was the byline. Well, I mean... Come on, like it. Somebody well, sent you a, something on the internet, and it was full right. of hate, and you were just like, "Yep, sounds yeah, and right." I didn't read the whole thing because I was like, "I don't need this negativity." But the actual, like, the actual review is really him talking about like how Joel Cohen broke broke his light bright when he was a kid, uh, and how no one in the family likes him. I mean, it's very, very funny. Um, just really, really sad that I didn't catch that. So uh, anyway, that's a fun thing. If you guys have not seen that, I'll put that in the show notes. But the. Uh, uh, Joel Cohen's review of his brother's tragedy Macbeth is very funny. Also, I kind of like the tragedy Macbeth. Not a great story. I don't know. The plot is is pretty limited, but it was a cool version of it. I'm assuming you guys haven't seen it from the way you're not riffing on with it. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, no I have idea. no idea about any of this. Um, well, you've seen Macbeth before, so we could talk about, I know about that. Macbeth. Yeah, the Scottish about Macbeth is that he's like, man, everything's going fine for me. I think I'll kill the king. And then the rest of it is being like, man, why did I kill the king? What a bummer. And yeah. it really does seem like he should have thought more of that plan about whether or not to kill the king. Because it's just, you got to live the rest of your life having killed the king. You got you to know that's not going to be a peaceful life. Yeah, there's this really weird uh, Macbeth adaptation with Patrick Stewart. And they're underground the whole time. And there's like a <laughs> war going on above them. So it's like Macbeth, except occasionally like, there's like uh, dirt falling from the ground and you hear like stuff blowing up, but it's not happening to them. It's just above them. It's very strange. You should check it out. That does sound interesting. This, this yeah. one is done in like what the other thing I like about this new one is that they've decided that all the castles will be like stark modernist castles. And I love yeah. them, although it doesn't seem like what Macbeth would have used, but I really like them. Yeah, I like that. I want to. I want to do a whole series of uh, Shakespeare plays where they're all children, and it's at a school. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> like a like a children's like a play, like a children's play. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. 
I think that's solid. Um, all right. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and do, uh, we're going to get into our movie for this week. All right, it's time for segment two, the game. Before we start, Ezra, you have your hand raised? Yes, I wanted to enter something into the permanent record. Uh-huh. Um, that I do believe that Star Wars thing is still bad, but bad because it's a claustrophobic ho- Uh, so I have uh, sent in the chat a CNET uh, article about yeah. it as hotel. It, I think it's still ah. not a good time. Uh, Sarah, uh, when I was texting with her about it, described it as her living nightmare. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't see, you know, like daylight basically, you know, at all uh, <sighs> you know, for this whole time. Uh, like, right, because that would ruin the illusion. Right. Uh, and so it's because still not. A, can't, Disney, even though they're trying, they can't afford to put a second sun in the sky. <laughs> they're working <laughs> really hard to get that second sun up gotta, there. But. I got to say, I also think they made a torture device here, but um, I do prefer it being on land than at sea for sure and and i think oh it's, shit well it's only it's only four thousand eight hundred and nine dollars for two nights i mean oh. we're trying oh okay so it's ha- it's less yeah, than less we thought, than we thought five thousand for two days not per day yeah i might be convinced now actually it's half it's half the price i thought and there's no boats oh, this <laughs> yeah, is good. i got that kind of money um <laughs> all right so that that out of the way um you can stop the email you were sending um now we're going to go on to the game. So as you know, over the course of season five, we're playing a a, a year long tabletop movie based game where <laughs> we are trying. We're each taking turns steering the direction of movies we go by following the same actors as we're in the previous movies or one actor that was in common with the previous movie. And uh, I should have written this description down so I could get better at it, but I haven't. Anyway, you get the game. And so uh, this week, Hunter selected for us that we would watch the film Hard to be a god, or in German, es ist nacht licht in gut zu sein, the West German Soviet French Swiss science fiction film directed by Peter Fleischmann, released in 1989, based on the 1964 novel of the same name by Arkady and Boris Strogatsky, which I like it better knowing that it's like siblings worked on this book together, mm. or father and son. I don't know. People with the same last name. My brothers, the Strugatsky brothers. The, the Strugatsky brothers, that's kind of fun. Also, Strugatsky is kind of a fun name. Um, the movie is starring Alexander Filipenko, Edward Zentara, Werner Herzog, and yeah. possibly Gail Honeycutt. Before we talk about this movie, Hunter, since this mm-hmm. was your pick, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. picked to travel via Gail Honeycutt from our last movie. Yeah, she's so and good. She, and she is listed in the wikipedia pages being in this movie but before we go on yeah, yeah, she's i require there. that you tell me where the fuck gail honeycutt is <laughs> where isn't she man um, she's everywhere i she looked, looked really hard she's all over it um, she's yeah. listed as a character named doreen, doreen. and the word doreen, doreen does not appear in this doreen, movie Doreen. <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't remember you her. didn't find her yeah. i didn't actually see her did anybody find gail honeycutt i have confirmed was she one of the wigs maybe she's not in the credits but so she's uncredited she is on the wikipedia page she's on the wikipedia page is she on the imdb page she's on the imdb page i checked checked. she's in there but she's not there i looked so hard she must be in a lot of makeup and stuff you know well also i was trying to figure out why would gail honeycutt be in this movie (laughs) at this point (laughs) wait wait uh was she not was she one of the scientists 
She might have been one of the scientists. Mm. I'm asking you. I believe you. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. I mean, I don't know. I, I you're you're asking me. I, I don't need I don't need to know where she was in the movie. I think, All I gotta do I is did, ask do, the you don't you don't you, you don't no, I think don't you maybe a little listen, bit need to know that? It was accepted. We, we got here now. My relationship with Gail is over. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she got me where I needed to go and we're we're gonna part ways now. I mean know? it's difficult because I have not, I've only seen her in that one movie, and this is, you know, many years later, right. twenty years later. Yeah. And so she could have changed. I, yeah. But I mean, and scientists are reasonable guess. Here's the way I, but, I think it, like this has to play. It's like you know, if you know, in a sports type game, uh, you know, the refs miss a call and then the you know, the play goes on, you can't go back and review it. You know, you've, it's like it's already, it's like it's over now. It's next next thing happened. Yeah, and are like, you? Wait, you're, you're, are you? You're describing a world that does not have video replay. No, no, no. It, it, but you can't only you can replay it until the next play happens. Once the next play happens, you can't re, re, yeah. like, review it anymore. That is not true in all sports. Uh, well, the ones I'm giving the metaphor for, <laughs> that's true of all the ones I was talking about. I'm just trying to picture, like, Gail Honeycutt had a good career. She's been in, like, 40, 50 movies at this point. Mm. Why would she be in an uncredited in an East or a West German movie at this point? Why would yeah. Werner Herzog be in this? He had made, I mean, like, Fitzcarraldo by this point. He... But at least he's in the movie. She's not even in the movie. Anyway, she's in okay. the movie. I mean, come on, she's in the movie. Potentially in the movie. Um, all right. So let me give you since none of you have watched, no one at home has watched Hard to Be a God. By the way, not the 2013 movie. We did get uh, I did get an email from Claire, um, who before I'd watched it just said, uh, Alex, just want to let you know that you're going to hate Hard to Be a God. I've never enjoyed watching a movie less. Oh, I am delighted that Hunter chose this fate for you. Yeah, well, but we're going to watch the other one, too. Just don't worry about it. But then Claire almost immediately came back and said, I think I might have been talking about that. Oh, uh, okay, because so, I did not hate this. Oh, I, well, I still no. hated it. But um, no, I mean, gonna I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say it right now, because none of you cowards are willing to say this. This is hands down better than Apollo 13. I was going to say, too. <laughs> this is. Oh, oh, I mean, this Jesus movie. Christ. It's definitely a better story. It's definitely Jesus a better Christ. story than Apollo 13. Yeah, it is just, just, I mean, the H fact that I went Christ. in with, like, absolutely no idea More what this movie was going to be sure. about. Uh, I was surprised by like uh, well, the creativity well, and the I, world building. I, and, like, I left love the 2013 the, movie. Whenever we get to that one, mm, like you're gonna love more it. Hurts I left it. this movie the way you started, it, Anthony, having no idea what it was about. Well, I mean, did you watch the movie? It's pretty simple. I, it's a very, I very simple so story. Well, let's, let's see how simple well, it you, is with my Alex, patented yeah, yeah. Alex, micro wait, summary. I got, I got to get a question. I got to get a question. I got to get a question, Alex. Were you eating soup again while you were watching the subtitled movie <laughs> so you couldn't pay bit, attention? I did, I, it's so that, hard. This was one of the hardest subtitled movies to watch because the dialogue is very fast and the subtitles on it were just changing very, very quickly. Well, they also yeah. uh, were the same color of like 60% of the background. Um so a yes. lot of times font would get mixed in with the back. Well, th so this is how I, I actually had I took I took the I took the um, subtitle file and had it up on my computer. So when I missed it, I could go find the line again and figure out what was said. And I still do not know yeah. what happened in this movie. But let me show you yeah. how simple it's not in my patented five sentence simple. micro summary it's so of simple. the 1989 film Hard to Be a God. Okay, in the future on earth but the past on a different planet already messed up okay yeah, yeah. all right no yeah it's good it's good. good you're good 
You guys, you're so ready to attack me. You didn't even listen to the sentence I said. I didn't even let you finish. I'm sorry. You know what? There are a lot of errors in these summaries. I'm putting myself in timeout right now. I'm sorry. I was like, in in the future on Earth, but the past of a different planet. Mm -hmm. Um, And and future Earth is at utopian stage where we don't have sex or fight or eat meat and we wear only white, except for Werner Herzog, who works in a, I would say, contemporary 90s office. Wait, what? That's point, not who Werner Herzog was. Yeah, Werner Herzog is the, the friend who gets killed on the planet yeah. that inspires the whole thing. He's both. No, that's an old, old man on the what? planet. That's not Herzog? Werner Herzog that's is not a young, Herzog. sexy Werner Herzog was very young in this movie. Werner well, Herzog he's, credited, is, he, he's, he's, playing, he's, he's credited as playing two roles. Is he? Yes. Because that guy looked a whole lot like Werner Herzog, man. If that's not Werner well, no, Herzog, it's, be, it's because he has his name, his like oh, yeah, his he's... Earth name, and he's undercover on the planet, just oh. like the way the main the character main the same is uh, Runa, uh, Runa of Astoria and, uh, and Michael. Wait, and so Anton. Who, oh, okay. who is the guy who is old because that looks like that's, Werner Herzog? That, Werner no. Herzog should have seen that and be like, "Oh, that's for my future." <laughs> well, then for all we know, he did. I don't. We don't know. But no, right, well, Werner Herzog that's even is more surprising than Werner Herzog played such a, a minor character. Um, anyway, so not Werner Herzog. Um, let's see, where was I? We're in the utopia. We don't. We don't have sex anymore. Um, okay, so we found another planet, and they're still in the Middle Ages. But you can tell it's a different planet because fire is green. So it's like Earth. But fire is green, and so it's different. And also the hair is bigger, and the cups of ale, also very large cups of ale. Um, but just and they in case also you're seem to exclusively drink like melted caramel. I don't know what that was, but it's a very gravy. Thick, yeah, they drink a lot of hot gravy. Uh, which... About what that was, please finish the summary. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but in, so in case you're wondering, it's most it's mostly Earth, um, except the fire is green and the goblets are big, um, and. Uh, sexism ex- is exactly the same because obviously different evolution. It's always going to end up with um, show more breasts for the king. That's always right. going to be how civilizations evolve. Um, future Earth sends observers back to hang out and just like look around and sometimes have sex with the people, but not kill them and give them and not give them advice, but maybe give them a little advice, but definitely no technology. So they're oh, like I, casual observers slash sexual mm-hmm. predators. Yes. Can I ask you a question real quick. Are you thinking that they're sending them back in time? Because they're not. They're just no. They're sending planet. them from space to a planet that feels like back in time. It yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. time cool, travel, cool, but it's cool. not. It's just because there's mean, two this, identical planets, except fire is a different color. This yeah. is a two-hour Star Trek episode, essentially. And I think that's yes. kind of why me I and Hunter probably like it. it so much. I mean, there are literally dozens of Star Trek episodes and Star Trek movies that are this premise. So the premise, uh, all right, I'm, I'm fine with this premise, and I like the hair and the goblets, but then there's this bad guy who works for the king, and he really hates knowledge, so he's like killing everybody who mm-hmm. reads or builds a telescope, and then he, to finish the job, he brings mm-hmm. in a clan of warrior monks, um, and the main observer dude, he's not allowed to intervene because, uh, you know, bosses are still real pain even in the future and so he only karate chops the bad guys and then he steals a helicopter and then um some stuff happens and then he gets a blaster and starts shooting everybody and then someone else gets his blaster and blasts people instead and then his boss's ships arrive and then this movie really like it just ran out of energy at that point and i have no idea what happened (laughs) <laughs> so I'm with, I get most of the way, I got up to the warrior monks, and after that, it's like just convoluted mess. And it's also very hard to tell people apart because they're all wearing the exact same that hair. That is legitimately challenging. 
and um yeah i well and i also thought two guys were for herzog but that's a different issue I, I, look the imdb page if you look at Werner herzog it does have that dude in the future and it could not be him but man that's a crazy Werner herzog lookalike dude. oh that's oh i know who you're talking about you're actually talking about the guy i want to travel through next uh uh glutsky uh mikhail glutsky who's my 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 next person if uh if i get the next move so that's actually that's actually a guy, the guy in the future back on, on earth yeah back on earth yeah yeah the boss or they're like their guy in the other office yeah yeah okay wow he certainly looked like Vernon Herzog to me anyway it doesn't matter the point is it just gets there's just a it's you know i don't know is the prince okay why are the people wearing nose things when he doesn't have to wear a nose thing it's a lot of stuff that just like go it just goes it goes off the rails all right hunter what are they drinking if not gravy that's the movie oh, okay okay so the goopy <laughs> stuff so the dark goopy stuff it's actually so one of the things that's different about this than in the book or the 2013 movie is that things are depicted a little more like a fantasy movie but actually everyone everything is supposed to be really gross and really dingy and dirty and that goopy stuff is like a drug but in the book and in the other movie, the way you do this drug is you smear it all over your face. Oh, so like, in the 2013 movie, most of the extras just have this dark, gross goop, and they're just constantly just covering their faces. Wait, so you're telling me <laughs> it's an like a a psychoactive mud mask? Yeah, it's like a that's pretty drug, awesome. And the way you consume <laughs> it is you yeah. put it all over your face. That makes like sense imagine just pitting that over your face, put some cucumbers on your eyes. Trip balls yeah, a little yeah. bit, and we've juvenized your yeah, skin. skin. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. That's I awesome. do like that. I, although I also like the idea of somebody being covered in brown goop, going like, "They can tell I'm high. They can tell I'm high. <laughs> Maintain. Just be cool, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, uh, okay. I have to say, so Hunter, I, you're you know, deeper into this movie than I realized. I didn't know you'd watched this and the sequ- and the, the yeah, remake yeah, yeah, yeah. and the read so the book. I watched the 2013 movie because I watched the trailer on YouTube and I couldn't believe it. My for the entire trailer. I was in disbelief that such a movie could exist. And so I watched it and I thought it was amazing. I thought it'd be funny if we watched this version of it. But uh, the 2013 version is a lot uh, better, but it's also much less like a movie. Like the 2013 version is like three hours of a guy walking around with a sword who is the main character from this version, except for mostly just everyone is really stupid like everyone is like everyone's really smart in this version of the movie they can like talk to him and stuff but in the 2013 version most people are just so dumb that he's like a superhero because they're he could like fight a hundred of them because they're just too dumb to hurt him so so just for the for the listeners at home this is why it is called hard to be a god is because if you're from the future slash other earth at the same time but you get it um you're so much smarter and stronger that you're like a god right it's a superhero story but it's kind of a neat deconstruction i feel like of a superhero story i don't understand the word neat but other than that i'm with you it is i I think um i really like the kind of like not going into it knowing that it was a sci-fi movie i thought was like a pretty fun reveal when that sort of happens and i I, I really yeah 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 and it cuts to a spaceship like 10 minutes into the movie after this long uh yeah so it starts out you're like on a horse you got a yeah you've got a sword you're talking to this the local bard and you're like i'm here to i'm just a normal traveler and then there's like a the horse goes up to a helicopter and then they there's like a ship and yeah yeah i mean i I really, what I really enjoyed, so I liked sort of the surpriseness of the premise. I thought 
um in terms of like the journey the character goes on i really love love liked how um it it really puts you in his shoes of how incredibly frustrating i mean because it's how i feel when i look at like the news and see what dumb people are doing in our world today right like just that that sense of like helplessness and frustration and like why you you look at them and you're like can you believe that we used to be like that well, I mean, the the fact that we're not very, we're not different than that, right? And that's kind of like a point of the movie is that, that we're really, we everything that we sort of think of as progress is really just sort of artifice, and it falls away really fast when you, like, give us... Is that the point of the movie? I mean, that's a point of the movie, yeah. I mean, the guy, like, I everyone... I the whole point of the movie was whether or not you should intervene with, peop- with um, other cultures, groups, animals, I don't know. But I thought it was all about whether or not to intervene. I mean that's an element of it too, but every single person who goes that we meet that goes down to this planet eventually gets intertwined with it so deeply that they the people are just so disconnect sexy. themselves from it. You know? Yeah, it's really um, hard not to just once you meet the Baroness, you're like, oh, I want to live in this time. Okay, so that's here's one wild thing to tell you about this movie compared to what the story that it's based off of. So yeah. That scene where he goes to seduce uh, what is her name, Okana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and. He's like trying to get some information from her because he's trying. The plot is that he's trying to find uh, like this guy that he knows. I forget the guy's name. It's barely important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah th- this other scientist that has gone missing. Uh, Buddha, he's trying right? to find Buddha. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, so in the in the in the book, the way that scene plays out is he's like, you know, I could if I seduced Okana, I could probably get this information. And then he goes to do it and he can't. Because she's so gross, like oh, that's funny. So smelly. Just imagine if you had to travel back in time, yeah, two thousand years, and have sex with someone. You wouldn't be able to do it. You would not be able yeah. to. I do wouldn't it. be able to do it. I would also not be able to do it if they were an alien creature. Even if they looked a lot like humans, I would be yeah. very cautious about okay. interbreeding with other species. That too. That's kind of just on you there. If we are ever in a spaceship program and we visit another planet, no matter how human they look, I'm going to be real hesitant before I'm I bone them. Aliens romantically. I, I just want to put that out there I'm not. <laughs> there's just like what you don't even know what alien diseases they have they might have different viruses yeah, I mean, than you're we probably have. gonna yeah. mess them up worse i'm sure yeah. totally yeah. i also don't yeah. want to give them smallpox that's not what you with my with. d yeah. is it i don't know alex <laughs> i just said i was gonna be cautious that's what i led with the point of me bringing that up though is that it's a very good uh scene to talk about in as far as the distinction of this movie Versus what the story itself is about. Because in this movie, he goes to her chambers and they have sex. And it's just like a just like a normal fantasy movie version mm. of this story. And all I want people to know is that if you watch this version, the, re- the, the book and the 2013 version is way more hardcore in its depiction of how of just how weird everything is. I don't know. It's a, this is a much weirder story than this movie. This makes is the normal version. This movie. It's pretty weird. Like yeah. this movie is pretty weird, but it, the actual story is way weirder than this. I I will just I just want I've said this before on the show. Just this is another one of those moments where if I like my view of the world is so skewed by hanging out with the three of you. If yeah. I was in any other group of a random three humans and I was like I don't know I would be cautious about having sex with aliens. <laughs> In general, that would be a better, it would be better accepted. All three of you are immediately like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You weirdo. What's wrong, creep? You hang out with a lot of other weird, you know, right-wing xenophobic people who are like, yeah, I'm not (laughs) sex with aliens either. You know? You know what? There's there's a lot of things I would disagree with those people. Alex, you know what I mean? 
That's... Okay, just just reminding you of that. The other thing I will say about um, this being a weird story is that the 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 people from Earth, the smart people, are so bad at what they're doing that they're like, "Look, I'm going to send you in. It's really important to us. Don't get hurt. Don't kill anybody." Yeah, they give him money that is immediately obviously fake. They right. just let Cyril die. They give him the identity without googling it first to see if he died in a swamp accident. Right, right. Like they just <laughs> do a terrible job with this guy. I don't know. I think Ramada I mean, got swamp thing. I don't know if the, he's still alive. <laughs> That's why, if they're gonna remake this movie, like I would like to see like an American remake that almost had like a um a sort of cabin in the woods like dual stories mm-hmm. like really spend more time on the people yeah. up in the ship but really give them a lot of personality and have them be kind of like just jaded cynical assholes Ooh, I and then like really have somebody cause... on the planet in like this big epic fantasy movie and then have yeah. just like four people on a ship being like what's he this doing is such now? a solid idea i'm interested in this because i do feel like the people all in white the space people us are like it's very strange that I don't I mean, I understand that it's cool that we've like moved past uh, uh, violence, but it is weird that we don't do sex anymore. And so they're just watching him bone yeah. and slowly crying because I guess they still want to have sex, well, but they well, can't. She, she's like uh, his childhood friend in the right. book. Yeah. So and perhaps like, maybe they are in love, but yeah. still, well, you know, a time when think, sex doesn't happen. I don't think it's implied they don't have sex. I, I I oh I think it is. the way they're like oh yeah yeah, yeah can you like, imagine ooh. we used to do this and then they're watching no, bones right because they're like oh animals they're yeah some, yeah they call them animals animal. while they watch yeah. them have sex yeah yeah maybe yeah. they do it but they do it like through some sort of like ear USB yeah, or something like style like demolition yeah. man yeah like augmented reality sex um, VR sex I, yeah. I would also for a pitch of like what the what the the new version of this would be I would take like instead of like the very competent people in white you go the other way where it's like it's more like you know, it's all Bills and Ted's, um, where like they definitely mm-hmm. are in over the head, and it's like they, it's like, hey, we're in charge of this thing. We don't quite know what we're doing here, um, and you kind of lean into that side, where it's more like a like a wacky wacky space uh, office comedy. I I enjoy that a lot. I think that would be fun. Um, also, I'm watching this Demolition Man sex scene because I did not know what you're talking oh, about, and uh, I hope we get to Demolition Man on this journey. I really like Demolition Man. Yeah, I'm sure Demolition we will. Man's pretty good. I'm open to this. Yeah, I'm now interested in this. So all all the restaurants in the future, Alex, are Taco Bells. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the fast food wars, you know, killed well, as long of as they as long the as they bring man they, did they bring back the seven layer burrito in the future? That's mm. all I need. No, oh, they did bring back the double deck of taco though, which is a no, much love, better future. <laughs> I need vegetarian options because we don't kill pigs anymore. Remember? Oh, was that was this like not PETA approved? I feel like they, I feel like we actually watched an animal for die, sure. They for killed sure. that pig. Yep, I did not yep, love that. That was yeah. real. Did not care for yeah, that at all. Very upset that about that. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, um, not a fan. Um, so let Wait, me ask you sure guys: they killed that pig actually? Because they're because I don't know. This yes. actually has happened before where people are like, that's a dead animal. And then they like made, there was like a court case about this where they were like, you killed an animal in this movie. And then the special effects people, because of the lawsuit, they had to prove that they could fake a dog death that good. They had to like do it in court. Uh, it was actually somebody oh. that ended up making E.T. So I will that. say if you, if you Google hard to be a God, kill a pig, you do get this uh, blog post from ChristianAnimalEthics.com called Did Jesus Kill 2,000 Pigs? What? And I don't know that that has anything to do with what you're talking yeah. about, but I, I suddenly want to go down this rabbit hole of Jesus I mean, stabbing pigs. 
I like like Jesus just walking into a police station with a bunch of assault rifles. Uh, no, well, apparently not. Apparently, uh, in Mark just, five thirteen, two thousand pigs drowned after Jesus sends demons onto the pigs, and the pigs rush off a cliff and drown in the sea. Oh, jeez, that's graceful. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway, this is an intense. Maybe not hard to be a god, but hard to like have you know ethics while you're being a god. Maybe that's yeah. Good. Well, so let's uh, let's t- let's answer the fundamental question: How hard is it to be a god? If you guys found yourselves on a scientific expedition to another planet where everyone looks enough like us, apparently that you're willing to have sex with them, but the fire is green. So it's a different planet. Do you intervene? Do you teach them telescopes? I I, know. Fuck that. I go full wizard of Oz. I'm using like (laughs) movie tricks and cool lighting shit. And Uh I am making them think I am like this all knowing all about, I mean, the fact like I, I was talking to a friend of mine about this recently about like, could you imagine like the damage you could do with like just a sniper rifle and like fifty rounds in like the Middle Ages? Like you could wait, completely. Wait, why take would you over. do that? Why would you? If, why, like, you... if you just, I mean, with something so simple that you can like just get out of store these days, you could completely take over the entire world. I feel like you could do that with thousands less damage. of years. You ago. could do that with. Yeah, like a... I'm wondering why you're sniping yeah. people. You just you sound yeah. like a monster that way. Why? I want you. You're like I brought a lighter, and all of a yeah. sudden I'm the king of this town. I, I, I brought... <laughs> original Game Boy with Tetris and like <laughs> that'll probably do it as well. Just really grind their productivity to a halt. <laughs> no yeah, one's out working in the fields. Tetris, if you didn't have any other form of entertainment, it's all you would think about. It would truly rot your brain. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, I mean, or, the mu- hearing that music alone for the first time after you've never really heard chiptune music <laughs> would really get you. You should have yeah. said a poet. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I do. I mean, I do think there's a lot of uh, of impact you could have. I think being a god is a good way. I just don't think you should bring a sniper rifle. I can't agree with this. I didn't like when they hurt a pig. Yeah. Well, also, the original title, if I got this translation right of the German, it's actually not that it's hard to be a god. It's that it's not easy to be a god, which is a, you know, oh. like, maybe it's just neutral. It's like it's right in the middle. It's like, hey, oh, okay. god, it's all right. It's yeah, easy. that famous song um, from Kermit yeah, where he's like, it's not easy god. being green. What he means, it's not hard either. Yeah. yeah, he's he's really singing about how it's neutral to be a, be green. <laughs> we can safely assume that anything that's not easy is also reaching. So, yeah, no, you're you're right, Ezra. That's good shade. Whoever translated this, I think they kind of went a little too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, far Whoa, that's they, not what I'm saying. Opinion in it. It's fine. It's fine being a god. It's not great. It's not good. Just fine. Well, fine but I'm not, okay. So as it's easy for you, or it's neutral. Are you in? Are you going to intervene? Uh, I'm going to do lots of stuff. Um, but I feel like not like I'm just I'm gonna I'm just gonna like I'm gonna be a butterfly over in the corner just flapping wings wildly. Like we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know? I don't think I'm gonna like <laughs> You're like, I don't I don't know if I want these people to be better off or worse off, but just I want them to be different. different. Just divergent paths. We'll see what happens, man. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. It is one of the things about this movie that is that some things I think are legitimately interesting and cool. Some things are just so corny on the nose. The fact that in his local village of idiots, the guy who invented the printing press lives on his left, and then two doors down on the right is a guy who invented the telescope. Yeah, they're just like he's just on like the block of geniuses. Oh, no, 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 it's like Florence. He's, he's no, no, no. You you missed a plot point there. He's rescuing all the. All the uh, artists and and people, scientists and stuff like that. Yeah, but that. it was not a long Tiny. walk. They're all like yeah. around yeah, his yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, they're all very findable. Yeah, he, they're not he very lives, well hidden. Yeah, 
And and they all just like at the same time. It was just like somebody in this village is crank. Someone just, you know, people think movable type is stupid, but I think it might be the future. And he's like, I believe in you. And then he walks over and the guy's like, I used this long tube and put clear rocks in it. And now I can see the sky. Yeah, it's really corny. I really like that scene where it's like somebody gets poisoned. I don't remember what happens, but they just cut to a reaction shot of like somebody who's just like smiling and laughing at the camera. And that moment, I was like, that's what the 2013 movie is like. It's just like that over and over. Something weird happens that's bad. And then somebody just looks at the camera and goes <laughs> like that. And it's like that for three hours. It's so good. Well, it does not sound fun Honestly, to me at all. You're going to watch it and you are going to like it. So, so two Claire and I are going to be on the, just having our shared opinions about this terrible time we're having. Two, two things. So one, uh, I feel like the better title actually would be It's Hard to Be a God's Friend because they all get dead real fast that's, that's true. true that is is rough but 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 also can we skip ahead to the point where we all vote and rank those ahead of apollo 13 quickly uh, yeah. okay before we go i have one more thing i want to do before we wrap up the segment which is i just want to read you sometimes i like use the wikipedia article to gather some fun facts um so i would just like to read you the entire wikipedia article about this movie this is the entire article yeah yeah it's great. grant stevens performed the title song while the rest of the musical score was written and played by hans gergen fritz ex-keyboardist for the german progressive rock band triumvirate that is the entire wikipedia that article pretty good at the end yeah yeah it was <laughs> yeah. hard god it was in english i just love that the entire article is like hey i recognize that guitar player <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing else about the movie it's really yeah. tough to get like a if i wanted information not available yeah, I can't believe they didn't mention how hot Werner Herzog is in this movie because I found him to be a very, very attractive man in this. I don't know why. He's a it just very like, really attractive man when he was younger. Yeah, <laughs> good lord. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to se the segment three, the master list. So as you know, we are ranking every movie that we have watched this year definitively from best to worst. Currently, The Third Man is the number one movie and The Transformers, the movie, is the worst movie ever made. Where do we rank hard to be a god? How do we? So now that we're up to eight, we talk like number top four. half, bottom half. Yeah. Where do you want to go uh, as half. number four? Number four. Okay. Hunter. Uh, I mean, are we just calling out what rank we think it should be? Let's see what we sure, Yeah. Throw, throw, throw out a number and then we'll oh, talk okay, about wait, it. Wait. So, so number four would put it above Apollo 13. And then what else? Coolant uh, green. No, no, Life aquatic. PJ. Silent green. Transformers. Aquatic. Yeah. I'd put it above Life Aquatic. <laughs> so it's not like a great movie, and that makes this whole too thing long. a little... What? It's too long. It's, it's too a little long. too long. It's convoluted. I watched that two times speed, so I was brisk. Jesus yeah. Christ. I could barely follow the dialogue at this speed. So you didn't follow much of this movie. Yes, enough. Let's be honest. I got wigs. <laughs> what, what else do you need, man? <laughs> I would say... I think I think the right answer to this is seven. I do think there's a little more interesting here than Soylent Green, although I think this is a comparable movie to Soylent Green in a lot of ways, that it's like a very specific kind of satire for a time that is long past, and I think it's clunky in a lot of places, but it has a couple of interesting ideas. I think PJ is more interesting of a movie, uh, more fun, here's certainly. My, here's my pitch, uh, I guess I'll say. I think... This is the first in order of the movies I'm actually going to recommend to someone else because this is worth checking out. This is some weird stuff yeah. for me. I do not yeah. think. I, mm. Really? Yeah, I'm not I'm oh, like. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, you have to watch PJ. No, but like, look, have you seen? It's hard to be a god. The 1989 version. This is weird. 
All right, strap it's in. It's weird, but it's not weird enough in an interest. It's not an interesting enough kind of weird that I could imagine. You should have watched this. that two times speed while I, being on a treadmill. I I think it is super interesting and weird. That's the thing I like about it. I think that because it is such a off kilter odd movie that I think is like trying to go. Like I think this movie just has so much more ambition for a small little Eastern European um, movie to like try to do they try to fit in this entire to be clear, universe in sci-fi story it is it is it's west german and soviet and i yep. don't understand that part about how in 1989 it's that feels like it would have been east german and soviet but it is not according to the wikipedia it's what, it's how they brought down the wall was this movie right here this is what <laughs> okay, did well, it. That sh- certainly moves it above pj but definitely yeah. Even if it brought down the Berlin Wall, you can't put this above Life Aquatic in terms of a big swing or an interesting movie. I would definitely recommend Life Aquatic over this any day to anybody unless they wanted to watch the 2X speed on a treadmill. Although Life Aquatic might still be fun that way. It's tough. We got two votes for four, one vote for seven. Where where do you lie with this, uh, Anthony? Um, I'm going to... And I'm I So just, just to be clear, just to be clear, this is an unchangeable list. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm aware of I'm quality of movies <laughs> and so it, and i will i will say it's called this is the master quality list for season five it is not called the annoy alex list for season five so you you have an option to troll me but it, it, given that it's unchangeable is that what you want on the record forever he loves this movie like, alex we love it oh my god <laughs> um i'm gonna go Above PJ. Above PJ. Oh, fifth. Above PJ, light, below, below, below Life Aquatic. Is that the list? Yeah. Six. Is it above Soylent Green as well? Yeah. yeah. And Transformers? Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think you could argue that it's better than PJ. It has less Gale Honeycutt. Possibly zero Gale Honeycutt, which I do <laughs> think is too. He's in there somewhere, <laughs> oh, yeah. all right? Just squint. We'll say not as well used, uh, <laughs> like a wasted effort from Gail Honeycutt, I would it's say. It's so funny because I was just so excited to watch this movie that I didn't even, I just forgot about her completely. And I feel bad. <laughs> I want to apologize to Gail Honeycutt right now. I'm so sorry. All right. You're um, great. <laughs> well, so if we say that, so one way we could do this is just by averaging stuff. So you have two votes for four, one vote for seven, one vote for six, which is 23. So the average there is 5.75, which would basically, which would be below Life Aquatic and above PJ. So that puts it at number six. Does that feel like the appropriate place for it? That doesn't feel wrong to me. Okay, good. It doesn't I, feel wrong. I think that is the right answer. I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Change my number one vote to skew it then? <laughs> but, well, if, right, in the, that's what I'm saying. Now that I've established this as a precedent, uh-huh. I, I should have said 10 just to like battle it out. But yeah, in yeah. this case, I okay. think that's the we got to the right way answer, even though we went in a convoluted way. Um, so the official list, still the third man is the best. The Transformers, the movie is the worst and um, hard to be God somewhere in the middle with Life Aquatic and Apollo 13 and PJ is still a thing that is going to embarrass you guys in the long run um now it is time for a very interesting segment 3.5 so it is time to redraw this is the end this brings us to the end of section of of watch group two and brings us to the beginning of watch group three and um that means it's time to draw 
a new order, and also to draw power cards. So I have created in the off season this week, you guys have created an extremely complicated spreadsheet with every suggestion for a power card that we came up with and that you came up with and wrote in about, um, except for the five cards that Robin specifically wrote to get Hunter to the movie he was trying to watch because I thought it would actually bog down the game a little bit and not help. But thank you, Robin. We have not play tested this at all. We have, I have not really reread most of these powers. A lot of them seem like they might be not that helpful. Some of them seem way too powerful. Um, Cause there are things, things like um, moving from the same piece of music, which would be extremely difficult for most of these projects, especially this one. Um, but also you could take two moves, which seems extremely powerful. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of dumb stuff that's about to happen. Um, so we're going to get your power cards and your order. Let's draw for order first. And remember, even without the power cards, if we get myself and Ezra is the top two, then we win. Doesn't matter right. what our so we have back. a 16, I think, percent chance of having both of us in a row. Right. And, so, and because you, you miscalculated, you now need to have both of you as one and two. Well, it depends on how we resolve the upcoming constitutional crisis whenever we select the next movie, which does not exist or that we cannot we can't right get so it. there's there's a couple of constitutional crises coming up and that is certainly <laughs> one of them um okay so uh i'm gonna this draw game. this <laughs> uh one to four random number right, looking for the first uh person this month or this section is hunter donaldson <gasps> yes! one out of three yes! chance now wow hunter gets his back to back all right let's see let's go for another one draw our odds just increased, just doubled. Come on. The next person is Ezra Fox. Oh my no God. way! No. That's so wild. No. Oh, you just put that energy out there in the universe, and the universe just One gives out of it six. back. It happened. We win. It happened. We it's a great win. Day. It's a great day for we got there. We didn't even need powers to get there. You said it couldn't be done. You said it <laughs> wasn't possible. But we aren't able to watch that movie, so we don't have to worry about this plan anyway. Okay. So, and then Anthony is third, and I am fourth. So that is our new order. So Hunter, Ezra, Anthony, me. Um, the the reason there was a weird pause there was I was making sure I was making sure that I had actually redrawn the random number and not just it stayed where it was before and it was it did work so okay now it is time I've hidden the cards here I'm gonna click deal the cards and we're about to find out what everybody's power cards are um and we're gonna keep these secret from each other I think we decided right mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. it would be more fun for your turn. Well, you can reveal them whenever you play them, obviously. But right, yeah. but for the but- listeners at home, it would be more fun if you heard our cards. And I don't have we ever discussed. Can you just play them whenever you want? Do we need to? So build there's two a types of cards to play them. Yeah, yeah. Explain. There are two types of cards. There's a card. There are move cards which you play on your turn when you're making a move, mm-hmm. and then there are also anytime cards which you can play to mess with the game in other ways. So there are there's more move cards than anytime cards. But for example, there is a reverse turn order card. So if one of us got the reverse turn or, turn order, we could really ruin this game quickly. Oh no. There's also an immediately make it your turn or trade places with another person in the turn or skip the next person in line. Oof. There's a lot of turn order cards. There's also a card called suspend any one rule. Did not think through this. That <laughs> yeah. could really go a lot of That's different directions. Be weird, that one. But that might save a constitutional crisis if that one comes up. There's also a um, on your turn, 
oh, there's a lot of move cards, but one move card, you could reset to a bacon movie. You could just be like, we're cl- too close to the battleship. Wow. Let's jump all the way back to, to a bacon. You can also travel via actor family. You can travel via a similar movie length within two minutes. You can uh, travel via trope or archetype. You could travel via similar names of actors. So not just the actors, but if their names are kind of close, I, a lot of these are going to require some rule lawyering when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was easier than figuring this all out ahead of time. You can travel by location, source of infra- inspiration, versions or remakes, adaptation type, any movie that was shot with the same aspect ratio and type of film. That seems like a lot. I know. Of movies. That's I know. Very overpowered. I know. That's a three. So they, we also have strength, but we have no, it doesn't do anything. It just tells you how good your moves are. All right. Is everybody ready? Mm. Running the script. <laughs> Finish the script. Oh, I only got I only got how many codes are we supposed to get Two. Yeah. Two? OK. Nailed it. Oh, heck yeah. <sighs> OK, this is really cool. This is really interesting. So uh, um, we, we also haven't talked about when you're going to redraw cards, how we get more cards. You don't get one as soon as you spend it. That would be too powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because then you would just always spend your card right away to get as many new cards as you I, wanted. Because then you just have unlimited power. Every I think every month. Yeah, I think it could be with month. You get you you either keep one. You can just you can refill the ones you've lost, or you can throw them away and redeal. That'd be fine. Yeah, I like that. Um. So I wait. Can we can we reveal at least the the numbers of the powers that we got? Oh yeah, what are your strengths? So I have, uh, I have what I, I mean, I just made up these strength numbers, but I have two twos, so I have two mm-hmm. moderate, uh, moderate names. Or I have one three, and then one that doesn't have a strength. Whoa! Which I oh, mean, infinite way what it infinity is, infinity or zero. <laughs> I've, I have a one and a two. Interesting. Anything? I have. You'll fucking find out when I play them. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because. Uh, well, just to see, I'm gonna. I have an anytime card. Are you gonna use it now? I might use it now. Okay, go ahead. You're gonna break some hearts. <sighs> I, have, I have a card in response. If you play, like, <laughs> well, that's I, how I this re- is supposed to work, right? This is how these normally yeah. go. Okay, so I am going to skip the next person in line. So okay. Hunter is no longer picking a movie this section. All right, I'm gonna play a card that reverses the turn order. Then so <laughs> oh, now shit, no. it's Ezra, me. Uh, Wait, no. So if we okay, so. Oh shit! Okay, so if we reverse, we're reversing the turn. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mark this as played oh for God. me first. I'm so I'm, I'm, what's going on? So I have played the skip skip uh, the next person line. So Hunter goes from that place to the back of the line, right? Um, which would mean it's Ezra, Anthony, Alex, Hunter. But then Hunter is going to play his anytime reverse the turn order, which means it's him, then me, Anthony, Ezra. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. But okay, I, I guess well, that that's no, how we would have. No, 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 no. It's it's Ezra Hunter Alex me, because that's what I thought. He's returning, reversing the turn order, so we're still starting with the person who's doing it. It's just now going backwards instead of forwards. Yeah. So that's what you I skip oh yeah Hunter to Ezra. Wait, 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 so wait, wait, wait. Ezra's Sorry. turn, and you're reversing the turn you played order your card from first. where we yes. are. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's yeah. Ezra, so the Hunter. order went from Ezra, Anthony, Alex, Hunter. If you reverse that, it's Hunter, Alex, Anthony, no, no, no. Ezra. No, I, no. I, 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 you're I'm, like reverse from. We're going. We got to start from where we are, and then go backwards. We don't just like skip over the person who's 
already on deck, which is Ezra. At least that's how I what, interpret yeah, it. Yeah. Wait, how? What do you that's mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Too. All right, fine. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Hunter, take your code back for a second. Ezra, yeah, yeah. pick your movie. And then Hunter, play your code. But if you... Okay, so you... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I mean, if that's, me again. Either Any way, it's hard. the same. Either way, it's the same thing. If you... Okay, well, so... Okay, so if we allow Takesies backsies, then you could... Of the remaining people, then it would go Ezra's current turn. Then it would go Hunter, Alex, Anthony. No, no, no. I can't believe. But you did not so do that. You said when it was currently Ezra, Ezra, Anthony, Alex, Hunter. You said reverse right. the Torner, which yeah, means yeah. Hunter, Alex, Anthony, Ezra. I don't understand how you could interpret that any other way than well, re- taking the order did. and we reversing. We actually them. all did, except for you, Alex. You're the only one who interpreted but, it. But this I don't way. like what do you, wait, what you guys are actually saying is like I don't care. Go backwards, not reverse the order. Because here's the facts. Here's the facts. Here's all the listener needs to know. Okay, and they're the ultimate judge, and they, I, uh, I, I'm gonna come out ahead on this one. I worked my butt off to get a path to Battleship Potemkin, uh-huh. and then you, like a, like, uh, had to play a skip card on me right yes. away, right away after I had it all figured out. I basically well, don't even have to get to Battleship Potemkin. It's like I got it because you had to play <laughs> a card on me like okay, that. Okay, here's an alternate way to look at that that history, which is. Your method that you worked out was wrong by one movie <laughs> and involved watching a thing that's physically impossible. I so by skipping, yeah, I have made this easier right for you. I've saved you from the mistake you made Except and the constitutional now, crisis that would have ended the show. I've right. I've helped everybody. And if you reverse the turn order, still on. So there you go. If, if you reverse the turn order. Even if, well, I, I mean, if you were to take these backsies, then let Ezra pick, and then reverse the turn order, then you would still have to watch a movie that we can't watch, and that the move wouldn't work anyway. Which is so great. You, you're getting nothing for this. I'm triggering the constitutional crisis right now, <laughs> and I've, we've both wasted our cards. And, and on top of that, you couldn't leave well enough alone. After that beautiful draw where the random numbers divined that we were going to get there... You just couldn't leave well enough alone. So now we're going to not get to Battleship Potemkin, which means we're going to have to turn around at some point <laughs> and come back this way. I didn't want to come back this way. We okay. almost got there. Let's just accept it. Okay. Well, let me let me, let me me point out one other thing then, Hunter, yeah, which yeah, is that ahead. if you play this movie, then it would be my turn next, and it would be up to me to decide whether or not we go to Battleship Potemkin after this. Right. So you could try to be nicer to me right now. No, because you've already done it. It's already it's already messed up. But I was can't trying kick, to help the show. Can't kick someone in the nuts and then say you should be nicer turn. to me. Or I'll kick you in the nuts again. <laughs> That's turn. not how this works, it Alex. It's my turn right now. I am the speaker. Okay, uh, I am selecting a movie <laughs> called. I, we are traveling via uh, Mikhail Glutsky, who played uh, the old guy. I don't even remember his name. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Uh, to a movie called A Girl with a Temper, which I know for a fact we will not be able to gain possession of. Now what happens? I ask you. Well, can, All right, let me write this down can, before we... About, <laughs> can, can we suggest a movie in its place? Like, we will use this, but we'll watch something else. Yeah, we and, have to watch, like, maybe... Okay, so maybe if there's a movie like, that has temper in the title, and we can also watch A Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, we like half of each. Then they'll like, piece it together. <laughs> or a girl with a temper tattoo. <laughs> a girl with a temporary tattoo. 
<laughs> it's pretty good. Um, okay, so there's okay. Movie what is the movie Temper. again called, Hunter? It's called A Girl, a Girl with, with a Temper. Temper from 1939. Um, from 1939. A comedy movie. The reason I'm going there is because actor Alexander Antonov, pretty much the only person in Battleship Potemkin that you can travel to, is in this movie. And through this movie, we'll, we will then get to Battleship Potemkin. And then it will be over. We will never have to speak of that movie ever again. Okay. Okay. So edit point. <laughs> so we, you guys, we just, the, the constitutional crisis has been resolved. Okay. The movie is watchable. So we are going to watch the movie, A Girl with a Temper, we, sometimes translated as Girl with a Character. Yeah, yeah. The movie, we found it on deep on YouTube <laughs> without English subtitles. So oh my God. the movie is in Russian. And we're going to watch this movie and not know what's going on for one hour and Wait, 21 no, no, minutes. We, we, can, we can know a little bit. So here's what we do. So it has auto-generated Russian subtitles. We'll extract yes. that from YouTube, translate <laughs> it automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, maybe rip it and, and then watch what? it, put it, like, put it all together. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm going to do that. I, I'm going to do that. I would love... I, I'm all about it. Ezra, if you, if you want to be in charge of that, yeah. now that we've found the movie, Ezra is in charge of trying to figure out a way to get us... English subtitles, but even even if you just watch it in Russian, I'm fine with that. That's the this is the path we've gone down. This is the this is the world. This is the world Democrats want. Um, this is what you've asked for, Hunter. You've made you know this necessary. Great? You know what's great is uh, so considering this move that this move is actually allowed next week. It's your turn, right, Alex? Mm-hmm. I I don't think I'm going to negotiate with you at all. I think I'm just going to be like, okay, if you don't want to go to Battleship Potipkin. Good luck. Good luck <laughs> you are not. You are considering not offering me movie. any points for for picking your movie next oh, week. Wait. No, here, I don't think I can. Here's what I'm I'll do. Giving somebody to Ezra. Here's what I'll do. Um, Alex, mm-hmm. if you pick this one, I will play uh, my reset to bacon card that I have. If you pick, if you pick, because I don't oh, think. Don't well, do we have anyway. to, we have another constitutional crisis, which we did not actually decide if we reset to bacon when you clear a movie, because we didn't want to. But with Hunter, we kind of have to. I vote. I vote yeah. that we don't ever. But I will say there's another option, which is that I also have another card. Oh man! Wow, cliffhanger! So I, I could use my card to play a, a movie. I have a, I have a, I have a travel card. I could travel yeah. in a way that is not Battleship Potemkin, where I wouldn't have to care about any of the actors in this movie that we can't understand, and well, I could travel to a movie that I want to see. That's okay, but you have to recognize that I am the best player at this table, and I will make <laughs> us go back to Battleship Potemkin. As long as you recognize that you are going to be causing us all more pain in the future, I'm chill. Do whatever you want to do. I I would okay. I would be willing, <laughs> Alex, also, to give you some of the five points I have from 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 Hunter. Okay, so Hunter is gonna this is a ten point movie. Hunter has, has already agreed to split them fifty fifty with Ezra. So what you're saying is that you would be willing to protect your investment by negotiating with me for some points. I, honestly, I just want the pay. Okay, look, guys, yeah. guys, we're stopping this. We're okay. stopping this. Okay, fair. I'm There's playing my code. Week. Trade place with another player in the turn order. I'm going after Alex. We're doing Battleship Patink in the week after next. It's fucking happening. I can't deal with this anymore. These fucking power struggles. We're going to watch fucking Battleship Patinkin. We're going to enjoy it. And we're going to just do it. I'm done. All right. We're we're doing this. Episode over. Thanks for listening this week. I'm your host, Hunter Donaldson. (laughs)
<laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back next week. <laughs> I would have done it, but Anthony has just agreed to not get any points. So he's just hurt everybody in the game. There we go. Just no, made it unchaseable. I get to um, watch. I'm here to watch movies. I'm going to get to see <laughs> Battleship Potankin, a movie I've always wanted to see. That yeah. is worth so much to more to me than your <laughs> points, Alex. Just to remind everybody, this means that we're still watching A Girl with a Temper. <laughs> On YouTube in Russia next week, yeah. and then <laughs> all I want is because this is now going to be it's three movies in a row that no one has heard of to get to Battleship Potemkin, and all I want is to go back to movies people would be have some relevance to when we talk about them. Yes, yes. But, hey, that Alex, is my interest. Hey Alex, I, after after I get this, I'm going to try and help everybody else get points for a while. All right, because I put this I put this table through a lot. I recognize that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be a total good guy after this. I promise. Anyway, tune in for more of that next week. If you have any thoughts on today's rule lawyering, if you have any, um, especially people who are over here from um, Hunter's other podcasts, if you can suggest to me what I should have done to prevent this calamity, or if somebody could explain the way reverse torn orders work <laughs> so that it makes some sense to my brain, because you guys have such a weird version of that. Um, anyway, if all there are any native week. Russian speakers who want to find this movie and send I us like a nice that. little summary of it, even kind of explain some of the jokes, <laughs> things you're missing. Wikipedia, but no, yeah, I, I want, I want to not be not been there. Anyone who uh, has an understanding of the Russian language. If you do want to actually watch this movie with us, and tell us what you think of it. I would actually love to get somebody who watched this movie's opinion of it who could understand it. I think that would be a fun insight. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So putting the call to native Russian speakers, or I guess not native, but like good Russian speakers. Um, I will, We will also put the link to this YouTube movie in the show notes. So, um, all right. All that and more next week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thanks for being here, Ezra. Oh, yeah. Hunter. Hey, thank you. Anthony. I'm very excited for the next few weeks. <laughs> Talk to everybody next week. Goodbye.